This week on The Buddy Review, we talk about yes and and why it's important for play. We also talk about keeping kids occupied while you have to do other things around the house and how it's important to have a game where they can play, but at the same time, something where you're able to do what you need to do. All right, let's get into it. Good afternoon, and thanks for coming to Thanks for Coming. I'm your host, as always, Scott, and we have another amazing episode of The The Buddy Buddy Review. Review. I'm joined with my awesome, lovely buddy, girlfriend, slash awesome human being of a person, Kasil. Hello. And we are very excited. This week, we are doing Keepy Uppy from Bluey, and we're going to watch the episode. Let's go. The Buddy Review! Okay. I really like that. I haven't seen that since we first watched it together. It's been a couple of years now. Yeah, I remember the episode, but I didn't remember that it was Bluey's last balloon, which was a really key point. Right. Or they wanted it to be more difficult and Dad made it a little bit too difficult. And then the balloon popped. So I kind of got a little teary right there. You did? Yeah, because I've been that kid who I was never in my age group. Right. They're like, your kid has too much energy for second graders. So let's put them like with the fourth graders then the fifth graders. And so I was that kid who kind of took things a little bit too much. And you don't want it to be too hard, too easy, but you might take it too far sometimes. Yeah. And I had to learn to like, reel that in because you can't be like you and I know how competitive we get and one of the things that we do is we'll get really into it but it's okay because it's you and I and we know each other's energy and we've worked on this so we know how to get it right but when you're playing with multiple people you can't go to the highest standard you can't go into the lowest you have to find that weird middle zone and that's the toughest part that's the Goldilocks zone and like, yeah, no one really knows how to do the Goldilocks zone of just right. So, yeah, watching. Did I make it too fun? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've definitely done that. And I'm trying to think of like times when I have. Well, think of it when we're playing with your little cousins, like when you were with the boxing gloves. OK, so <laughs> I did do this. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. You're welcome. So my little cousins, we were playing, we had boxing gloves. Like the blow up kind. No, no, this was. No, these were real ones? These were like, but it was, you know, gym boxing gloves. And they're already padded enough that unless you're really hitting someone in the wrong places. It's like a really hard pillow. Yeah. And so, you know, hitting the kids and they're giggling and they're having the best time ever. And then they kept. Like Bingo being like dropped on the couch earlier too. Yeah. And so they kept jumping on my back and so I'd flip them over and I kind of threw one of the little guys who's not really a little guy anymore he's like nine so he's still he's still a little guy but I threw him and he like definitely cricked his neck and it was not good and that was kind of like the end of that but all of those like you didn't mean for the balloon to pop you were just making it fun it just became a little bit too fun and they're excited and you keep going and you're like, well, let's they're bring not... out the leaf blower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's go really hard. But I think the one I really liked was that when 
they were doing it by themselves and it was too boring. And okay, now it's really easy and it's not fun anymore. Because as much as I know you're saying sometimes, oh, I play too hard or this, but I still think that it's better to have played too hard and to know that limit than to have a boring play and to be like, I guess this game isn't really that fun. Because most of these games, most of the things that we play aren't really fun unless you put the energy and the, like, the excitement into it. I make Scott play cards with me every Shabbat, and it's the same card game multiple times in a row for a couple of hours. But it is a fun game. It is a fun game. (laughs) But part of the fun of the card game is that we get really into it, and we are, like, playing for it, and we get really quiet, and we're getting really intense, and then it's like, yeah, yeah. And, like, no one plays cards like that. But the things that... Well, that's with anything. I mean, if you think about, we go to the Renaissance Festival. Right. Okay. Unless you get into it. The Renaissance Festival is just a bunch of weird people walking around. Anything. If you're not into it, if you're not making it a little bit more fun... It's going to be boring until you add that little extra thing that maybe you wouldn't have come up with, but someone else came up with. It is not going to be the same game. And like any kind of those things, if I played that same game with someone else who wasn't as into that card game, I get maybe like one game, maybe not even. And then they go, okay, that was a game of cards. And it would like totally change the flavor because it's like, why weren't you excited? Why weren't you into it? I mean, even when you trash talk during the card game, it still makes it fun. Yeah. So another part that I wanted to talk about when we were watching, you mentioned how Keepy Uppy was a game that Chili recommended and said, hey, let's play this game. But it wasn't just like, hey, here's the balloon. Let's play this game. It was a way for her to keep the kids occupied while she cooked breakfast. Right. And also to not have it like the balloon going all over the place where they have to keep running and cleaning up and knocking things over. And I don't know if you noticed, she had to go like walk over and put like dirt back into the pot because they had run over and knocked things over. But when they were playing keepy uppy, they were focused on keeping it up and making sure that it didn't knock into anything that could break it. And so it was a lot more focused and a little bit more quiet and it let her make breakfast and they can make it more hard. Yeah. It's funny because I've definitely done that type of game for kids where you're like, what is a way I can keep your attention because we've got 10 minutes to kill? Oh, okay. One of my favorite games I ever created that was like that, where it was low activity, but high fun and interest. Now, this game only lasts about 30 minutes because as soon as the kids catch on that there is no winning. That's always the tricky part when there isn't actually a winner. So the game is called Are You Psychic? Oh, I love this game. And so you take a deck of cards and you ask the first kid what card do you think it's going to be? And just numbered. Don't worry about suits because they're never going to get something. So they say two. You flip it. If it's not a two, they don't get the card. You go to the next kid. Hmm. Same thing. And you just keep going until a kid gets it. And I'm telling you, there's always at least like five cards in like a 30 minute span that get dished out. And they get so into it. Because you think, I'm psychic. I'm getting all the cards. I'm good at this game. The best is when they like concentrate really hard and you're like, okay, come on. Come on. Concentrate. What card is this? Get into it. And then they don't get it right. It's just, it's Five. No, it was a king. But we used to do that at Swift. Sometimes you get back from an activity and it just wasn't great activity or went too fast or whatever. Right. And so you've got like 30 minutes to kill. Or you're in rest hour and your kids are just bouncing off the wall. So you have to rein them in. And so you're doing something because you're like, 
I have no energy right now. I don't want to go run around outside. We need to stay in the cabin. So that was a big game I used to do. I also really like the fact that I don't know if this was our first introduction to Lucky and Lucky's dad in the series, but they are the neighbors. The best thing about Lucky's dad is that no questions asked. Immediately part of the play. He was in the middle of drinking coffee and he ran after that balloon. He's like, you want me to play? I'm in. Let's do this. He spilled his coffee. He hurt his, his hammy. He was so ready to play that he didn't even care about anything else that was happening. I think that's a quality that you and I have liked about each other, but also about a lot of our friends. Right. Where we're open to almost whatever activity this yes, might and. be. Yes, and. Yeah, exactly. Lucky's dad is a yes and kind of guy. We like to do the yes and stuff. And when we're with our friends and they yes and us too, it makes it so much more fun. And for those of you at home who don't know what yes and is, yes and is actually an improv term. When a person is talking and they're saying some kind of imaginary scenario, and then you want to jump in, instead of cutting it off, you go, yes, and also this. And it allows the scene to continue, but you also get a turn to play as well. A lot of times people get into the routine of, I'm going to stay within my bubble. I'm going to stay within my comfort zone. So you're like, hey, we're at this event. Wouldn't it be fun if we did blank? And there's always that one person every so often that goes, nah. And then you're left with, well, like, okay, what, so what am I going to do? do? We just sit here, do nothing? Okay. And that doesn't make it fun. You don't want it to go too crazy. Like, let's pretend we're Russian spies and let's kidnap the first person we see kind of thing. That would go a little bit too hard in the play and the fun. But it could be fun when we're at a function and we're like, oh, let's make up some stories about people we see and giving them elaborate backstories. That's a fun game that you can play and you can do as an adult without it being harmful, without it being too crazy, but also keeping that spirit of play and like bouncing off the other person. Hey, bouncing. Uh, Yeah, I definitely think that when... You are yes anning these activities. You're really, you're still involved. Right. And you don't have to go 100%. Lucky's dad will go 110. But you see. Well, so will Bandit. Exactly. Bandit will go 120. Because Lucky's playing off of the family. But also you see just Lucky was playing, but he's like, I can't do all of this. I'm a kid. And so I really appreciate that play and activity in the stuff. And I'm going to keep reiterating, when you model for your kids or you model as an adult that you can still have fun, you're showing that when you grow up or you become an adult, you don't become boring overnight. You can still have responsibilities and still be a functioning adult and have that sense of play and yes anding. Because Lucky's dad is still a functional adult, Bandit's still a functional adult, Chili's still a functional adult, and they still make that time to make the play special and to make it fun. Sometimes too fun, but still make it fun. All right. So if it's okay with you, I think we can go to our favorite part of the episode. Let's do this. And one thing that you can take from this episode that you and I can use in our relationship. One thing I really liked from this episode is the yes ending of everything. Because even when the balloon pops and dad goes, Was I too fun? Did I do too much? They said, yes, but that's okay. We can play another game. And they made dad the balloon. And instead of being angry or upset with dad or disappointed, 
they continued it because they were modeled already on how to keep yes ending. And what I would take away from this episode is that in our relationships and with our friends, with each other, and even with your kids at home too, you need to model that yes and behavior because it's not necessarily about being the most playful or the most intense. It sometimes is about being willing to go with the flow and go, yes, and let me put my idea in there too so we can keep it flowing. What about you? I really liked the part where Bandit first starts playing with the kids because he goes full, let's make this more difficult. And he does it in such a fun and playful way. One of the things I really love about Bandit is he plays with them in a way that is fun, they're engaged, he's engaged, and I really enjoy that I'm going to flip you upside down and pretend you're a newspaper. I'm going to distract you. I'm going to make it difficult. And it's really a fun way of playing. This is really funny because this is what I do with, we have two bunnies we are watching right now. Shout out to Mr. Binky and Miss Basha. And so one of the things I do is Mr. Binky, when I'm playing with him, is I will take, we have this giant tube, a bunch of like paper towel tubes, and I will push it into his face and push him back and forth so he has to make it a little bit more difficult. Because if I just hold it there, he's going to chew on it. Okay, it's cool. But he likes the little bit, you know, I'm pushing him around. Plays with it, boxes at it. And so it's a lot of fun. And I really connect with that part of the entire episode. What you going to take away for the relationship side? So I think one of the things I've been doing and I can always improve on is really the yes and in our relationship. I know that, for example, we go to the Renaissance Festival and I've told this to Cecile. It is not my first choice of places to go, but she very much gets into it and loves it. And this past year, Cecile said, what do you want to be? And I said, an adorable dragon. And I went around and going, (laughs) he was indeed adorable. And part of the reason I said that was I figured out a way for me to feel like I can be present and participate and be with Casile. And now I think the next thing for next year and so on is to get a lot more involved in maybe the character development or having more of a role in that so that I am doing more of a yes and versus just the costume. And so. I think that remembering that it is okay to do yes and, I'm in a safe place with you, and that I can do that, and keeping that in mind when we are playing. Yeah, I like that. I got distracted, lost in your (laughs) eyes. (laughs) Your eyes are so nice, and you're so sweet, and that was so good. Okay. Who? Professional. Stop being so cute. That was a very fun episode, and... I like how some episodes of Bluey are just fun, playful, especially in the first season. We'll get into more episodes that get a little bit deeper, but it's nice to have a nice, refreshing, just simple episode. Not every episode is a life lesson. We'll learn that later on. Foreshadowing. (laughs) As always, we appreciate you guys joining us for the buddy review. And thanks thanks for for coming. coming. Yay!